welcome to the Emotionally Healthy Activist's Daily Arrow Podcast, where we aim to align ourselves with God's purposes so that we don't miss the mark. Hi, my name is Kyle Lee, and I'm InterVarsity of New York, New Jersey's Media Production Coordinator. For 30 days leading up to the election, we offered this five-minute reflection as part of our eight-week Emotionally Healthy Activist course, which we encourage you to check out on EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com to help you center on Jesus, his heart for justice and revival, and respond as he would in the midst of COVID our world's reckoning around race, and America's tumultuous election season. From October 3rd to Election Day, we'll be lifting sections from the new book, Keeping the Faith, Reflections on Politics and Christianity in the Trump Era and Beyond, seeking God in scripture and prayer, and challenging you to engage with what's happening within you, within our world, in prayerful and practical ways. Matthew 9, 18-22 says, While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him and so did his disciples. Just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, Only I touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And this woman was healed at that moment. As a man... I cannot fathom what it must have been like for this woman to live in social isolation and collective rejection on a daily basis because of her condition. This mysterious, long-term, chronic bleeding cannot be stopped until she meets Jesus. I can't help think of this woman when I think of those alone in hospital rooms, fighting a mysterious disease, not knowing exactly what's happening, but knowing that they are sick and may die alone. There are treatments, but no cure or vaccine. And that hopelessness can lead us to desperate places, but this woman in this moment reached for Jesus. Conversely, amidst the desperation and isolation of COVID-19, instead of scripture and biblical Christian witness, believers are often susceptible to conspiracy theories like QAnon. Matt Lumpkin in his essay, What Job is a Conspiracy Theory Doing? notes, I recently saw a Facebook post from a friend who lives in Manhattan, the early epicenter of the pandemic in the US. It showed a piece of scrawled subway wall note that said, COVID-19 was fake. Oprah, Ellen, and others have been arrested for being perverts so they can make us stay home while they are on trial. He goes on not to debunk these lies and others like the conspiracy theory that Bill Gates caused coronavirus as a cover to implant everyone with tracking microchips, but to do the more important work of identifying why do we believe these things. The better question he prompts us to ask is, what work does this story do for the person who believes it and shares it? I feel hopeless and overwhelmed when I think of all the people suffering alone and become angry when I remember the constant sound of ambulances in my neighborhood when someone proclaims online or in real life that they won't wear a mask or the COVID-19 is a hoax. I want to shout, tell them to my friend's two kids who don't have a dad anymore. Say that to the ER and ICU nurses who FaceTime mothers on their deathbeds who are not allowed to see their children. Say that to the fathers not allowed by the bedside of expectant mothers to walk with them through labor. Simultaneously, I can empathize with their desperation and the genuine desire for it all just to go away. For there to be some sort of manageable explanation and a return to some sort of normal soon. When I reflect on these two realities, the woman with the issue of blood and the entirety of our planet being rocked by a pandemic without an end in sight, I feel like Peter who is walking on water because I jumped out of the boat, but I am so distracted by the storm, I can't keep my eyes on Jesus. Take some time in silence to reflect on the passage and ponder this question. To whom or what do you turn in seasons of uncertainty, sickness, grief, or struggle? Who and what has grounded you in Jesus or taken you further from the presence of God?
Jesus, you see every person suffering amidst the pandemic. You're by every bedside, inside every nursing home, and care for every family suffering under every kind of struggle brought on by this disease. You mourn with those who mourn and grieve with those who grieve. Help us, God, in moments of pain and desperation to lean into you and loving community. Amen. If five minutes was not enough, or you want more, visit EmotionallyHealthyActivist.com for a guide through today's reflection. This podcast is part of a larger eight-part course to develop leaders with the character and capacity to meet and lead in the midst of life's most difficult moments with Christ at the center. You can also check out our Emotionally Healthy Activist course there. Follow IVED Life on Instagram for daily Arrow updates. Thanks for listening to the Daily Arrow podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Grace and peace to you, yours, and the world. See you tomorrow.